1: Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelists, the Marvel Universe podcast. I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. And before we get into the usual rigmarole of introducing our very special guest co-host, we want to tell you all at home how you can get a hold of us on them, our social medias. Very indeed. And just very a indeed. guest on the phone. Well, he's a co-host. He's We're talking about topics. He's not the focal point. The news is the focal point, Eddie. Point. Eddie. What? How are you? I'm um, here. I see you, I see you behind the window. Hi, uh,
0: Eddie. It should be thicker.
1: The <laughs> hilarity, by the way, is every time I see you now with this thing in the way, there's a little uh, wooden thing, so it covers your eyes. So you're like, you know, Amish. Same here. You're like Amish Cyclops. Yep. Oh, sh- there's wood. You know, the Amish love wood. And, you know, buggies and Jebediah. Zebediah. Anyway. How can people get a hold of us on social media? Why, I'm glad you asked, Stupid Peter. Go on Facebook at facebook.com slash... The Marvelists. Give us a like on there. Go on Twitter and Instagram at... The Marvelists. Follow us individually on social media. I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash Peter Melnick Podcaster. On Twitter and Instagram at Peter Melnick. And there's only one place in the whole worldwide interwebs to follow E. Wilson. And that is on Instagram at... Eddie, 9193. I love how you just you yell your name. Eddie! Somebody's got to do it. Exactly. You can also find us on a wide variety of streaming platforms. TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, yada, yada, yada. If it's got an RSS feed, we'll wrangle it and let you listen to it. Or they'll do it. We're not going to do the heavy lifting. We're doing it already with the show, you know, my vocal cords. Uh, We're doing three episodes in one day, guys. We're doing one of our Patreon shows, which, by the way... Way, way. Well, we'll save that for the closer for this long, rambling, bullshit intro. <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes, where you can rate, review, subscribe, share it on social media, that iTunes link. Most importantly, Eddie... How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Who's
0: you wondering? shut my mic off! How dare you? <laughs> you... Oh, no.
1: Damn, that was a good improv. It's about time God. I came up with that answer. That was a good improv. Damn. Anyway, much like the ice cream machine at McDonald's, five stars On the are other below. End of the oh, how dare you again? Anyway. five to keep it five star because four stars are below is like the ice cream machine at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. It doesn't work. Also. I like the ba-da-da-da-da. Patreon.com slash The Marvelous Give us a follow there Send us your money $3 for the lowest tier And lollipop
0: For $5 you listen to Fantastic Four Now who's going to get that music reference? Oh, I don't care. (laughs) That's an early 60s song, if not late 50s. I think 1963. It's possible, lollipop. But anyway... For
1: three stars on the Patreon, you can be able to get a early access to any of these episodes as they come out each week. You know, depends, six to 12 hours beforehand, or even a day beforehand, depending. Also, you get a newsletter from Eddie, myself, and John, where we talk about what we're reading, what we're doing right now in these quarantine times, and all that good stuff. Also... Some not-so-good. $5 tier, you get that stuff mentioned previously. And you end up getting Fantastic Voyage, where Eddie, John, and I all talk about the Stan Lee and Jack Kirby 102-issue run of the Fantastic Four. And also, for $8 a month, you end up getting all of that previously mentioned, but it's only limited to two people. We already have one that took it. What this means is, once a month, you pick the topic of the show. What do you want us to talk about? Come on. We'll figure it out. You tell us. Mm -hmm. What do you want us to talk about? And like I said, the one person that actually has that tier right now is friend of the show, Jeremy Bagley. And he's going to be one of our guest co-hosts. If you're charismatic like Jeremy is, you can be a guest co-host here
0: on The Marvelists. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. He's got some of that practice experience. Yes, he does.
1: Now eddie on the other end of the tin cannon string we are joined with a buddy of ours and longtime supporter of this show and a merry marvelite and a merry marvelist even yeah matt turner matt good evening
2: hey guys thanks for having having me on i appreciate it and i do have to second that i think everybody should sign up for the five dollar tier because this way they can hear you guys talk about basically the foundation of the marvel universe dan and jack and uh Joe Sinnott's run on the Fantastic Four. So I champion that wholeheartedly.
1: The the biggest bummer, though, is the Joe Sinnott run doesn't get discussed until, like, I think maybe 20 or 30 months from now, like something like that. But it's, man, Sinnott's run. By the way, on this recording, this is September 1st, 2020. Today is Joe Sinnott day.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I was unaware.
0: Well, yeah, same here.
1: And I believe it was uh, the city of Albany ended up proposing that as a holiday. And, yeah. For the city. Yeah. Nice. For the late, great Joe Sinnott. Yes. Well, breaking,
2: breaking news was... here, folks.
1: Yeah? There you go. Oh, I thought you meant something else happened. I'm like, what happened? Oh, Matt, you set, set up. us up.
2: I was putting you over.
0: <laughs> he did.
1: But, yeah, it's uh, one of those things where, you know, it it's been a very few interesting months. We actually really have not done many... Of these kind of episodes but I felt with the news both bits of news that had broke over the past couple of days it's worth talking about Uh, two passings in the Marvel family had happened and they are the passing of Chadwick Boseman Black Panther, T'Challa as well as Norm Spencer the voice of Cyclops on X-Men the animated series and both are very impactful deaths and both are very sad for a lot of us, you know? And when you hear about both stories, about both passings, they're very much heartbreaking. Not just, you know, for the families involved, but when you hear about the factors contributing and everything, it sucks. It really, really, really sucks. And I'm gonna go, you know, on my little uh, Peter's soapbox for a second... But when you hear things like within minutes of the announcement of his passing and a website like ScreenRant.com puts up an article saying, what does this mean for Black Panther 2? This is a PG-13 rated show. I get to do one more today Mm. because I did it on the Patreon. So listen to that. But anyway, how about you learn to slow your fucking roll? Because it's a movie, guys. I get it. I'm a big Marvel booster. I love Marvel. Marvel is one of the most important things in my life because it gave me confidence. It gave me imagination and the ability to do things that I never thought I'd be able to ever do in my life. But there is a family out there grieving for the loss of their loved one. I think, you know, put your movie to the side. That's not important right now. I get it. I get that you're really excited for the movies coming out. But... Breathe a little, you know. But I digress.
2: Yeah, I agree 100. percent. You know, I I woke up early in the morning and I saw you know the tweets and and the Facebook posts and everything about it. And then you would see like every third or fourth person like, what does that mean for the role of T'Challa? I was like exactly yeah. the way I felt. It's like well, wait, wait that's clearly not the most important thing here. You know, as as a, I totally agree with you, Peter. I am a ginormous uh, Marvel fan, hence why I'm on the podcast, especially the MCU. But it's like let's let's pump the brakes here. I mean, the poor guy was only what forty two, forty three years old. Yeah. I mean, and not only that, but like in his dying days, he was visiting kids, you know, sick kids with cancer and COVID as well. And he knew he only had a few months or weeks left to live. So I mean, that right there—that's the biggest thing he can do ever as a superhero. And like uh, you know, was brighten up those kids' days.
1: And you mentioned, you know, that he had had this for so long. The man had it for four years. And that means he had you know, it was colon cancer, which by the way, you know, Eddie, you had mentioned you had mentioned in one episode, by the way, that you want or you wanted to mention in an episode. Get a colonoscopy.
0: Well, yeah. well, that's yeah. exactly right. Um Be typ- safe. typically though, it's for males age fifty. That's your that's I believe your first time. But other cases uh, ethnicities, whatever, it, it calls for different circumstances, so it possibly would have to have been 40, I'm guessing. I'm, you know, I'm not the medical expert here. Right. But it, it goes without saying, it's, it's just very important to yeah. do that, and not neglect yourself. And you know, the other thing about
1: this, that like I said, he had it for four years. And then he went to stage three, then went to stage four. But while that was all going on, he was making these movies, and like somebody, somebody pointed out in an article during an interview with uh, Chadwick, where he was talking about the fact that he had this, and they go, you had to bulk up for Black Panther, then immediately unbulk your look to do this drama role, then bulk right back up to do the two-shot of uh, Infinity War in Endgame. How did you do it? And he made the comment, and it was very, very ominous. You know, like, he... it, It bothers me, you know, when I think about it, but the way he goes... One day I'll live to tell the tale. And like that really got me. Like that messed me up. Because like, you know, we had discussed. Four years he's being a superhero. You know, portraying the role of a superhero. Doing his thing. And it's heartbreaking, you know, knowing that he was living with that battle himself. But still doing his damnedest to brighten up people's days. Doing his best to brighten up children's days doing Make-A-Wish you know visiting St. Jude and whatnot, doing all those things and meanwhile he was no one knew Mm-mm. and you know there, there are you know speculation what could this mean for the future of the franchise and I don't know
0: but don't, just gotta wait and see it's, yeah
2: personally cross, cross that bridge when we come to it
1: mm-hmm. pers- personally I've said this retire the character but on the flip side because either either choice is a controversial is a controversial choice you know because it is a multi-billion dollar franchise alone so what could that mean who knows but if it was me you know that's like Christopher Reeve passing before you know he he took off the cape you know I can't see it happening like I could see this this character going on the shelf for the foreseeable future. No one's. I. It's wrong to recast. It's you don't do it, you know.
2: And you think like you push you you, think you put Uh, the sister Shuri up as uh as the the Queen of Wakanda, which Black Panther, like they did several times in the comics. You think that's the way they go with it?
1: I've heard speculation. Like people have said, could they do that? They could, but yeah. then you know there's going to also be people saying. Well, they're virtue signalling by making a woman of color doing this. Like, no, just read a comic book.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, you know, the thing different I would say is you don't pick it up on the Black Panther timeline that we have and know uh, you either back it up or go forward. And so recasting is inevitable that you would have to do that. Maybe a decade or two. Yeah. That's the thing. Like that was
1: when I s when I thought that I'm like I would say maybe fifteen years. Something like that. Mm -hmm. because ultimately there are kids out there right now growing up with this character this portrayal of Black Panther T'Challa as their favorite and it's the Chadwick Boseman version the only version really Yeah. and to change that up so fast that's also a massive disrespect to Chadwick himself so I don't know what's going to happen but yeah And then, you know, on the flip side, you know, on the animated spectrum of things, Norm Spencer, the voice of Cyclops, had passed away over the weekend. And that's equally as heartbreaking, because when you hear the circumstances, I believe I had seen a tweet posted by Cal Dodd, the voice of Wolverine, talking about it. And if I'm correct, if I remember correctly, he had mentioned that Norm was homeless. Mm. And knowing that also, that's equally as heartbreaking and yeah i it's it's a very rough week being a fan of marvel both you know on television and on the big screen and again godspeed to both men you know thank you both for everything that you've done in entertaining us and all the sacrifices
0: you've made thank you both at least we have them in you know preserved indefinitely yeah, for the yeah they'll the live form.
2: on forever they really yeah. will be, and their voices are like when I read a comic book and there's something with Black Panther I hear child boysman's voice when there's Cyclops I hear like a lot of the 92 X-Men voices um, other than Wolverine that I get a Hugh Jackman so to me when I'm reading comic books and they're in there they're in there you know every month those are the voices that I'm hearing in my head you know as they're uh, you know they're talking their dialogue so for me they'll definitely live in forever and probably for a lot of people as well
1: and then, you know, in addition with uh, that, you know, also the thing that's very heartbreaking about Chadwick Boseman's passing is how much of an impact he had on people. You know, he's, of course, you're going to hear a fanboy go on saying, well, what about Blade? But Chadwick Boseman was the first major person of color superhero. He was on film, especially, you know, especially like, of course, there were other people of color as superheroes, but the one that really got the most impact was Black Panther. And I'm sorry, but when you look at the movies, you look at how much the movies made. You look at the first Iron Man, how much it made. You look at the first Thor, how much it made. The first Captain America. None of them hit a billion. Black Panther, on the other hand, did. And that goes to show you how important that role was, how important that movie was. And, yeah, it's... A big deal and you know, like you see you see a lot of stuff going on with his passing as a result. Like I'm big into the Marvel uh, legends collecting and it, it goes to show you how awful human beings can be, where an action figure that was twenty dollars immediately gets taken off of eBay and reposted for over one hundred to two hundred dollars. That's what I'm gonna say. People are trash. Capitalizing on someone's passing.
2: Well, not all people are trash. It's just those people. You oh, know? yeah. You just, you just have to just look at really the positive of it and just, you know, be happy that we we had Chadwick as long as he did, you know, and then the roles that roles that he played. But, yeah, there are some people that try to take advantage of any situation, bad, good or indifferent, and and that, and that's just that. And I always just tell people, just be better. Just be think, better people. Go and donate that toy. You know, be better.
0: And also with respect to Chadwick, I think that we uh, recently just saw, as of today, a uh, potential re-release of the baseball movie he did uh, 42 as Jackie Robinson that's interesting I w- I've actually never seen that I've wanted to see that as very well very good very good movie
1: his uh, portrayal of James Brown yep. he did you know phenomenal Like, he is an actor known for many more things other than just his role as T'Challa you know he had a vast filmography and those especially those two films highly recommend although I haven't seen either but I do recommend because a lot of people told me they were good so go check him out. Eddie said Forty Two was good. Go watch Forty Two.
0: Just after his passing, the one of the one ABC. or multiple networks were showing his other work. So yeah, ABC was showing
1: Black Panther, and people were telling me you should watch it. And I'm just like, nope, because I don't want to be sad.
2: Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people I know didn't. I actually watched it, and then with my wife, and then uh, right afterwards they had a special, and uh, I think about fifteen, ten, fifteen minutes into the special, maybe less than that, my. Uh, I wife started getting all glassy-eyed, and she went to bed. So, um, yeah, and I know a lot of people that were kind of in, you know, your shoes as well. That they just they just couldn't do it. It was almost like too soon. But I thought it was kind of a classy move ABC played, and they yeah, they played a commercial free.
1: And you know, the other thing that you know we'll we'll throw out there as well. You know, like uh, on the connection of uh, wrestling and whatnot, Kevin Owens, uh, WWE superstar, ended up going to see Black Panther at a drive-in down in Florida, and he posts. I just got the news as I'm watching this.
2: Wow! And it's
1: like really? that reminds me of when Rogue One came out, Star Wars uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, or whatever. And people were coming out of the theater to find out um, after she was shown on screen, Carrie Fisher, uh, Princess Leia Organa, that she had passed. Yeah. Like that's.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. You know. That's but anyway. Pretty wild. On a lighter note, gentlemen, let's you know veer off into a different topic. Things are going on right now, and one of the big things is a movie has come out finally in some th- in theaters as well as drive-ins. I believe out of the three of us, I'm the only one that has seen it, but
0: New Here Mutants. We are. New Mutants, yeah. Oh, so
2: I'm glad we we're talking about this because I was going to ask you how it was. Now we can do it live on the air. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, tell so, us, tell us, tell us.
1: So Rotten Tomatoes, it, currently it's certified rotten. Now, sure it could be. But here's the thing. I liked it. I actually really liked it, and it broke my heart because knowing, wow, this universe is gone, and we're not going to see these kind of characters anymore. I enjoyed it. I thought Magic was an absolute badass character. Uh, the special effects were pretty cool to see. And then when you hear certain things, by the way, if uh, when you gentlemen finally get to see it, there is no post credit scene, which is a Thank shock. You. And... It was apparently supposed to have a post-credit scene involving Antonio Banderas. Oh okay. if I remember correctly hearing uh, my doctor Wikipedia's, there was that. But I like the movie overall, and to be completely honest, my partial bias, there was a scene in the, in the movie where we see all of the characters and they're dancing to the replacements bastards of young. and as a big fan of the placemats, yeah, that was that kind of like put it up there for me as one of my favorite X-Men movies. How about a mid-credit scene? Uh no nothing okay. Although again, this movie has been in delay for so long. Stan Lee was listed as executive producer. Well, yeah. So kind of made me giggle when I saw uh, the man's name listed.
0: Well, do either make you giggle or make you jaw drop? Just
1: like, damn, this movie's been in waiting forever.
0: <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, three years. Yeah, something crazy. And it, but I again, think I think it's short. Isn't it less than two hours? Which is weird because most of these book movies now are over two hours.
1: Well, when I when I got to go see this movie, yeah, it, it was about an hour and a half, give or take, I think an hour and 34 minutes. And the thing about it that was really funny, it was a double feature with that and uh, Deadpool 2016. So, whoever was the one that programmed that show, good job, guys. Really enjoy it. Well, <laughs> Shout out to the Warwick Drive-In in Warwick, New York. But, yeah, I'm, this is actually one of those movies I'm contemplating going to see again before it ends the uh, drive-in
0: run, because I really want to see it again. Eddie, you want to go see it? The drive-in run, now, I... I don't know. How long is a drive in run for? <laughs> no, drive it's, it's, and it's, a, run it's a joke. I, it, I didn't mean it to be a break joke. Of dawn.
1: Uh, I know right now, at uh, by us, uh, the Fair Oaks drive in, they're going to be showing it until September 7th, as well as Bill and Ted Face the Music, which I'm going to see tomorrow. And I cannot wait because I heard really good things. Right. Friend of the show, Daniel Kibblesmith, loved it. I'm going to go see it. So
0: I guess I meant to say how many weeks or weekends is (laughs) the drive-in listed at a theater. Because a lot of cases, uh, one of our local in Sullivan County in upstate New York, Calicoon, would be, I think if it was Disney especially, that the theater would have to, uh, four weeks, go for that. If it was a single, uh, especially if it was a single theater. I suppose suppose if it was a multiplex also, but four weeks would have to be the commitment.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where I'm really excited to see... uh, what this could mean because this definitely revitalized drive-ins and it made me really happy to realize drive-ins will continue to be a thing because drive-ins rule
0: the pandemic revitalized drive-ins i'll tell you what but i just hope after all is
1: said and done they remain a thing for years and years and years to come
0: i agree it would be a wonderful thing to to keep that and have that and maybe see drive-ins pop up get built in uh, big spaces and that stuff, yeah.
1: And just a reminder for all of you out there who do go to the drive-ins, be sure to go to your local concession stand at the venue and purchase popcorn or whatever, fat snacks. And snacks. Yes, you know, drinks, beverages. Don't bring your own stuff. Don't be that nobody's, ass. Nobody's
0: searching the car, I guess, for snacks. Well, no, they the do. Snacks, but, ones uh, do. Make, one. Sure make sure nobody's in the trunk, they that don't kind want it, of thing. They don't want it noticeable.
2: Can you guys imagine this pandemic happening last year, like when Endgame was coming out, and it was totally would just crush that box office? Like, They've been building that universe for over 10 years to lead into this. They had a great ending at Infinity War, and then, boom. Like, it, that would have been something
1: crazy. It's absolutely insane that, you know, everything is going on with this where, yeah, like, that was... Am I going to see Endgame or not? That was, like, our biggest concern, you know, at one point, in the sense of tickets getting sold out so fast, because they did.
0: Ah, Yeah. Okay. But that runtime of an hour and thirty four minutes is on the short side for sure. But it it tells it definitely tells a story. My only complaint about
1: New Mutants really was Charlie Heaton's portrayal of Sam because he literally sounded like a cartoon Southerner. Like I was waiting for him to go razzle like I was he, he did the cliche Southerner voice and like it was so over the top. Like so, it was too much of that kind it was of way character? too much. Mm. like do subdued and then of course the other uh, the other complaint was uh, Roberto he's whitewashed in the movie portrayed by a white guy instead of a Brazilian person so people were very upset about that and that's understandable you know
0: but that's not that's not the first time that uh, ethnicities have been have been crossed for the different medium
1: but he should have been played by a Brazilian guy
0: yeah I I agree but you know you gotta you gotta go with it. If there were, if there were no, uh,
1: there probably were
0: <laughs> uh, eligible or suitable characters in the uh, in the Brazilian fold, then don't have the character in there. Don't have a new mutant. By uh,
1: Sunspot, come yeah, on! Yeah, don't have him in there. You don't need him in there. Magic no. wasn't was not an original member of the uh, New Mutants. Why right. is she in there?
0: Well, because it works for the movie better than it did for the comic. That could eventually add more characters later.
1: But then you can get rid. You can introduce him later on when you finally find a character or an actor to play him.
0: You know what? We saw Sunspot already in Days of Future Past.
1: In that, well,
0: as to can see, that movie sucked. No, it didn't. That was a good movie. <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I mean he died, but whatever. I, didn't even know he was sick.
1: Yes, you but uh Heartburn. One of the uh, Anyway. Really? <laughs> but I You want more news? Uh, yeah, we sure more do. More movie you news want...
0: that I found recently too, that the uh, the the Spider Man spin off Craven the Hunter is supposed to be coming out from Sony. Oh J- whoopt you do. JC Chander, the director behind Netflix's is Action adventure triple frontier in talks. That is, so we'll see so if that's I, actually. I hope happen.
1: J. C. Chavez does a wonderful movie. Mm-hmm. And there's, I don't know, I I don't want to see this universe happen. I want just, I don't, I don't care about the Venom movie. I really Venom. Don't. Let there be carnage. Well, oh, oh, yeah, what a great title! I wonder what f- uh, five year old uh, son of the uh, producers thought of that. Delayed until June twenty fifth, of twenty twenty one. Nothing of value was lost. uh, I came
2: with the Morbius movie when they did uh, the trailer. That looked really good.
1: I'm surprised. Like that, there is a small part of me where I'm like, I want to see what they're going to do with this because, like, so many people give Jared Leto crap. Blame the people that edited uh, Suicide Squad on that because Homeboy did his best. He tried. You know, yeah, you got Hunka Hunka, hunk but.
0: And if I'm not mistaken, that's supposed to be March of uh, next year. What, su- The Suicidal Squid? No, Venom. I'm sorry, Morbius. stuff. I'm looking cheese. But okay.
2: he's, all, he's all over the place over there. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Matt, what are sitting, some. Of, sitting
2: still, too. Jeez. What are some
1: of the uh, other movies, you know, coming up when they eventually do get released? What are some of the ones that you're looking forward to the most?
2: Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, definitely Black Widow. I mean, obviously, we got teased with it for. We're supposed to come out in May. And then you keep hearing, are they going to go on Disney Plus? Do they going to go to streaming? But they obviously still want to get the box office with that. I'm going to see New Mutants. My movie theater opened back up last week. And I know it's like New Mutants, Bill and Ted. And I think in that one, um, I think maybe there's one other movie, but I'm, I'm going to go see New Mutants this weekend.
0: I like, uh, I like a, the fact that you said my movie theater opened back up. Where is this?
2: Oh, sorry. Um,. Bob, I live 10 minutes outside of eastern Pennsylvania, so, awesome. like, right around the Allentown Way.
0: Okay, sure.
2: Hey. They open back up. So, really, the only movies I watch are Marvel movies, and it's funny, because, like, anytime something else comes on TV, and there's a comic book character in it, like, I'll say something, like, Wolf of Wall Street is this, you know, glorified, great movie, and this and that, and blah, 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 and it was on, like, TNT the other day, and I was watching it just because... I've never seen it before, and I'm like, oh, Harley Quinn's in this movie. It's like, who? Like, yeah, it's Harley Quinn.
1: (sighs) So, other than the movies and stuff, you know, with comic books, we have a lot of other things coming down the pipeline. And as of this recording, it's going to be released uh, today, unless you got the deluxe edition, which I hate all of you. But Avengers for PS4, uh, Stadia, Xbox One. What else? We got it for. uh, I think it's going to be coming out for PC and all that good stuff for the PC mustard space. But
0: all of those things. Is that honey mustard or yellow stop. French's? Stop I, that! But spicy brown. Stop that!
1: But one of the things about that is, it's yet another comic book video game. And Matt, you looking forward to playing it? You played the beta, right?
2: Absolutely. I'm a uh, well. Obviously, you guys played the beta as well. I'm assuming. No. Oh, you did not. Okay, Eddie
1: has not. I got to play I am it. Game and I, withheld or uh, removed. I played it at uh, New York Comic Con for the uh, private press uh, event where they had it. Like you could play as um, the one that was available for the con floor. So you got to play as uh, the main five, and then for the press, we were able to play in like a special bonus area
0: as uh, Ms. Marvel.
2: Ah, that's pretty cool. See, you got to... got you.
0: No, I was just oh, going to no, just gonna say, Matt, you got to understand that from one episode a long time ago when we were reviewing the Marvel movies, Peter's uh, dream or whatever, and it's still not out of the realm of the longest sandwich, yes. Is to watch Eddie play, like, Spider-Man PS4 or something.
1: Oh, With it will the, happen. To, see? Right? Even when Spider-Man PS5 comes out, <laughs> that will happen. And I will bring over the PlayStation, and I will watch you struggle ever so slightly. Struggle... <laughs>
2: There you go. You got something for you know in the works for Patreon for a year from now. There you go. You can watch that
1: live. Or, you know. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, on the topic of Patreon, by the way, there is a show idea coming down the pipeline. It's going to be called, Eddie, How Have You Not Read This? Or Eddie, what? <laughs> what, what, what Seriously, time? Eddie, you haven't read this? Featuring Eddie reading comics that are not just Marvel, but things like DC, where we get to see Eddie Wilson react to the first time. Uh, to Doctor Manhattan's blue schlong.
0: If it's so, pr- if it's like 1993 or more recent, then yeah, or even that's older. In the, no, well, but well, depending Eddie, on the series, that's true. You've never
1: read The Dark Knight Returns.
0: Yeah, what? Well, okay. uh, yeah, he's never read Watchmen, so he's not aware of you know things like that. This was a time where it was really Marvel collecting and reading as it was happening. And you of just stuff, read so. Infinity Gauntlet last year. Yeah, so. <laughs> See
1: that was nineties. They ninety three. There, you know, it took a. Eddie while to Wilson go. is a fake nerd girl.
2: My fifteen-year-old daughter, I think, has read Infinity Gauntlet two or three times. Uh, yeah, yeah, I give with it to, her. I give, yeah, more I give, than I give you. My, I give it to my nep- <laughs> nephews to read on Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to your question, yes, I did play the beta. Uh, I'm a big fan of the God of War series, and as you start out as Thor, it reminded me a lot of playing as Kratos, except you know, with Thor's powers, So I was over the moon playing with Thor, and uh, my my, I previously mentioned my 15-year-old daughter is big into video games, and I was like, wow, how about this? And then I got, uh, I played a little bit of Iron Man, and that was about it. And But I thought, like, once you downloaded the beta, you had it forever, but I guess it was only a weekend thing, because I went to go play it on, like, a Monday or Tuesday, and they're like, oh, the beta's closed. I was like, well, how about that?
1: And it's it's one of those things where, I'm I'm not much of an online gamer, so I don't, you know, I don't know how it worked with the online component, but I imagine it was fun.
2: I just played just, I just played that, begin the story mode, just as Thor and just as Iron Man. I'm not much of an online gamer too, because I'm really not good with games and I really don't need an eight year old, you know, whipping my butt. So. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the thing about it that I go with as well, where it's like, I would love to get a, you know, play a video game, play it online. Like, you know, maybe do Call of Duty or Battle, Battlefront or whatever. But I don't want to do it because I don't want to, you know, get cursed at by a child that I suck. So,
2: let me ask you guys this because I'm not sure: is this like a co-op? Like, if I can I play this like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance with somebody else?
1: Yeah, that's what they're saying. It will be a uh, online co-op. There's like special missions as well, but you can be able to do that. And one of the things about the game that I really enjoy is the character of Thor. And I mentioned it in our episode pertaining to uh, the game back in, I want to say, October or November post-New York Comic Con. But I love the play mechanics of Thor because it's something that when you see it and the way they do it, you would not expect it to work as well as it does, but it does. And actually, a friend of the show, Jeremy Bagley, he was texting me and he said, yeah, I just, you know, I love playing as Thor. And Thor is the absolute coolest character to play as in the game because, let me enlighten you all at home. You know, for those of you who might not be aware of you know how these things work in the games, I'll enlighten Eddie. Yes. But basically, what ends up happening is you push a button, and a thing will happen, right? Riveting, I know. <laughs> you put. Are, are you going to be doing the <laughs> stick them? That,
0: that was a rivet. An air gun. Anyway. Maybe. Sir, <sighs> I'm all I'm
1: thinking of now is No Country for Old Men, but. With the rivet gun,
0: and Tom, I and went Anton to. Schoen and a think good him, I'm thinking Rosie, but okay. Anyway, da, da,
1: da, 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 Superman. But what I'm going at is this: you push a button, and what'll end up happening is like I think the button was the R2 trigger on the uh, PS4. So you push the R2, and what happens is Thor throws Mjolnir. Mjolnir's not coming back oh. until you press that R2 again to go. and it comes right back in your hand, as I'm pantomiming for the audience that can't see it. Yes. And what ends up happening next, though, is characters will respawn in that time. Respawn meaning new characters will generate on the screen, you know, villains and bad guys. that will just pop up randomly. And if those characters generate in that time in between your uh, hammer got thrown, the hammer will come right back, and hit them and attack them as well as it's coming to you.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what they did in the, the last God of War, where he had the, instead it wasn't a hammer, it was an axe, but yeah, you throw it, and it's exactly the same thing you had to, any anytime you press R2, would it be one second or one minute, and if there's other enemies coming at you, you just press the button, and as the axe is coming back to Kratos' hand, it would, it would blast all those uh, enemies. So I'm assuming Thor is going to handle a lot like uh, Kratos did. In God a war for which is not a good thing that is a great thing so i'm really <laughs> excited about that it was
1: so awesome and like you know there's a lot of pe- a lot of talk going on right now pertaining to the game in terms of additional characters i know spider-man is going to be the playstation 4 exclusive so if you have an xbox one well you're not getting spidey so that means a lot of different characters are going to be available for this and i believe have they announced who the game will be
2: getting I don't think so. Now, are you PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Yeah, me too. So we might do a little online gaming.
1: You can add me on uh, PlayStation Live, or PlayStation Network. It is uh, Brave as a Noun, 88. So, there
2: you go. Just don't, don't be cursing at me like these eight-year-olds do. I'm I'll very see. sensitive.
0: I'll see what I can do.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good move, but Good move. But one of the other <laughs>
1: things with this is there are so many different characters that, we, you know, not characters, but franchises of Marvel characters that we could see as games, and there's... A lot coming down the pipeline. We don't know what's next. And if you had the ability to create a game with these characters, what would be the ideal Marvel game for yourself?
2: I think I just really want Squirrel Girl in a game.
1: I'm surprised it hasn't happened.
2: Yeah, I mean, we got it teased with, uh, they're supposed to do the New Warriors show a couple years ago with the uh, the girl that plays Lily in those AT&T commercials, which is funny because my daughter's name is Lily and her favorite character is Squirrel Girl. So, <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that that hasn't happened yet with uh, just, just how popular that comic book is, and it hasn't been in the mainstream media. I think she might have been like a DLC in one of the Lego video games, but other than that, she, she hasn't been in much.
1: I don't think she's been in uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which is the newest one for the Nintendo Switch, and, man, that game is... I love the fact that they even brought back, like, Yuri Lowenthal to play Spider-Man, because, you know, fairly removed from the PS4 game, and he's already in there, you know? Speaking of Yuri. Yeah, there's... And I know we have Spider-Man Miles Morales coming out for the PlayStation 5, which I am so hyped for that game. I heard how much the PlayStation 5 is going to be the disc-based version, which is the one I'm going to be going with. I wish I could do digital only, but... I like, I like owning a game in my hands. I'm a collectible person.
2: I'm a collecting person.
0: Yep. Now I mentioned speaking to Yuri is that I thought we spoke at some point about having him, him back on the show. Shh, kayfabe, kayfabe. We got to keep this quiet. What? Can't spoil
1: future episodes, Eddie. Uh-huh. That's like when we accidentally spoiled that. The Chris Potter will be on an upcoming episode that was pre-recorded, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Potter! <laughs> and you might know Chris Potter as the voice of Gambit. I'm doing my best David Lynch impression
0: now. Mr.
2: Black
0: <laughs> I don't know Matt is, he, is he really is he Black. really doing a good I impression know.
2: I didn't think he does a really good Peter Melnick he should, he should, thank he you
0: that's <sighs> a pretty good impression well Peter <laughs> Melnick yes really good as eh. hey, how dare you sir <laughs> depends
2: on who you ask right?
0: now <laughs> see I get all the visuals you gotta understand this it's a shame isn't unless it unless I keep it's a shame Spinner's 1977 oh jeez yeah
1: Are we gonna talk about the Doobie Brothers again no, no spoilers was another, for that Chris Potter episode well, <laughs> but with a lot of these different things coming around we've got we've got a busy uh year ahead of us and you know even removed from the movies uh-huh there's so much coming like we got the uh, marvel legend stuff coming up i know uh they just released uh through hasbro pulse they're doing a marvel legends the retro figures are my absolute favorites and I love the fact that they're utilizing the retro card back so it's the Toy Biz ones from the 1990s and they look just like the old figures on the back and it's a modern day figure inside so there's that well the figure isn't as retro then the figure is a modern day action figure with over 20 points of articulation yada 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 but the packaging is old school it's like the old school Toy Biz stuff from the 90s and they just released uh, this week for pre-order and it's going to be I think shipping in November or October it's a Doctor Doom figure Mm. And the card back is from the nineteen ninety four uh fantastic Four animated series wow, and mm. he comes with like he comes with his spell book and everything he comes with like little cosmic things to put around his hands to make it look like you know he's being the sorcerer supreme yeah yeah just all sorts of cool stuff and I know uh this week a lot of people have been i've been seeing it through social media with like uh Toy Shiz, for example a f- uh, friend of the show on Instagram that Marvel ended up also putting out the X-Men, anim- or not X-Men animated, I wish it was, God, I wish it was, because then we'd have an affordable rogue figure. But there is the X-Men live-action ones. And people have been getting their hands now on the Josh Brolin cable. If you go to your local Walmart, there is a very good chance you might run into Josh Brolin cable there on your toy shelf.
2: And they look... it's on the toy shelf, not in person, though.
1: Well, you know, he might be hanging out depending on your location if he's in the area. <laughs> but... Yeah, just a lot of crazy stuff going on in this world, and we're there for the ride.
2: Let me ask you guys this: You talked about the Marvel toy biz. Did you guys back back in the day, quote unquote? do you guys have any of those Marvel toy biz action figures when you were when you were younger?
1: I never did when I was growing up, but I've been like getting them over the years now. Like as a result, um, I'll, you know, if I go to a flea market, if I go to uh, different places, I know fairly recently I actually came across the toy biz um apocalypse. With his like stretchy legs.
2: Oh yeah, that's how I always imagine Apocalypse. Not the, uh, the lackluster version that they did for in the movies.
0: Yeah, hey, the movie was good but, though. Surprisingly. Yeah, when, when those yeah, it wasn't. when those were out, I think I may have asked this because we did talk about those figures at some previous episode. Yeah, with the were they, were they always the same size? Yeah. What was was probably was it twelve or no f- bigger? The, these size? are about like three to four inches for the
1: standard figures. Yeah, they did have the big ones, but you know, how big? What was the size of the big ones? Hold
0: on, let me go talk. Fifteen, me, I don't know. Let me ask my guy. My guy. So why
2: is asking this guy, Eddie? How about you? Did you have any of the toy-based toys?
0: I only did through, um, I'm going to say a couple years ago, a neighbor had gotten them when he was younger, and they were still in their packages, a little beat up on the packaging, and from, I guess, a KB toy store kind of thing. Yep. So I think there's two or three. I think I have a Dr. Octopus and, and some one or two X-Men, character that I, I can't even believe. I don't remember which, which one. X,
1: the X-Men character ones are like the most common ones, mm-hmm. which is funny because nowadays X-Men figures are not that prevalent because, you know, they kind of had to mandate the limitations of them because no one wants that. So we really, want, you know. Matt,
0: the answer is no. I didn't have those growing up because this was the 90s and I've said it before that come the... Er, not even the mid-90s, I was getting out of the comic books, so I never ever really even oh, thought, thought to collect it, yeah. figures, I was, it was strictly the comic books. At some point I was collecting about 24 Marvel titles a month, and that was my big heyday in the 80s and into the early 90s, and it tapered down from there.
2: Yeah, See, the reason why I asked you is because when I was a kid, I had a whole bunch of them, but the one I, I remember very vividly I had was the Venom one, because it came with a spider that had this black goo. Mm-hmm. And I put the black goo inside inside the venom and I squirted it out and it went all over my parents' brand new carpet. Oh. It was one of the very yeah, it was one of the very few times I got in trouble. I was I was a pretty uh pretty good kid growing up and I was one of the very few times I remember my mom yelling at me and grounding me for about a week. I got the Spider Man or I'm sorry, the Venom goo all over the brand new carpet.
0: Sure, and it probably didn't come out. I don't think it did. I think
2: they put a couch over it or something. <laughs>
0: 'cause Googon ain't working with this venom stuff, I don't know
2: <laughs> well th- we got all over the carpet venom
1: <laughs> the funniest thing though in regards to the uh what's it called the figure the figures of you know that stuff Marvel and Hasbro are currently putting out the uh i think it's the maximum venom uh wave like it's all venom style looking characters they have like these little uh, cutesy ones in like these little uh containers. But the one that you know caught the most attention out of myself at Toy Fair was this big Venom, right? And it's like about 12 inches. It's like the ones that Eddie uh, collects, like the Titan figures. It's that size. Mm-hmm. And you open the back of him up, and you can put in this pinkish goo, and you close the lid, and you move his arm, and the Venom, the goo, comes out of his mouth, and his tongue can move left or right, left or right as I hit the microphone. And it is one of the coolest things and like when i saw that i you know i had mentioned to Toysha's, i'm like when is that thing coming out cuz i want one and then and i saw say the it's price they the thing
2: it's venom wait what they say it's not the thing it's venom it's uh it's no you just oh. said when is that thing coming oh, out yeah. stop that <laughs> good move thank you man thank you all right but... i'll shut up <laughs>
1: Oh, you do not dare. (laughs) (laughs) But I just absolutely love being able to see some of these toys. And, like, it's stuff that, you know, we would have loved as kids, you know, because, Matt, you're uh, close in my age as well. And we grew up on that stuff. Like, that is our childhood. And, like, to be able to see Hasbro pay homage to what we loved is so damn cool, you know?
2: Yeah. You're bringing back a lot of stuff. Even with the WWF figures, they did – they did the, the not the LJM, the Hasbros. Oh, Where I they came out with like Sting and then uh, they came out with AJ Styles, like, you know, all, all, all them. So it's like, it's nice when they do like those throwback, those
1: retros. I remember uh, when I went to Toy uh, Toy Fair two years ago, I was able to go to the uh, Mattel booth or the Mattel uh, area and I remember talking to them, I'm like, when are you guys going to do more of the retro figures? Because that is, like, those are some of the coolest figures and I want to see Marvel and Hasbro Dust off the old school Hasbro, or not Hasbro. Dust off the old school Toy Biz designs. Like, don't just do packaging. Do the actual figures, because you look at uh, Bandai when they were doing the Power Rangers when they had the license. Which, man, that's a weird thing to say. Bandai doesn't have Power Rangers anymore. Sad but true. But Metallica, stop that. But one of the. <laughs> but true. Sorry. And you have a that, was, that
2: joke was unforgiven.
1: Oh, nice. And he's unforgiven too. See, I love that. I love that version. I like. uh, I'm I'm a terrible person. I like load and reload. But (laughs) just not saying Uh, that He said load.
0: (laughs) How (laughs) How
1: dare you, sir? With those retro figures, I want to see them do not just retro card backs, retro retro figures because sometimes they're hard to find. Like you know, well for us, you know, when we had Zombie Sailor of Zombie Sailor toys on. He was talking to us about, you know, the one place that I love, Stormville Flea Market. And I was able to find so many of those figures loose, you know, whatever. But I have a Magneto. It doesn't have a cape, but I got a Magneto. I got a, I got a Wolvie. I got a Sabretooth. I got an Eddie Wilson looking at a monitor. <sighs> the good old days.
0: There's mm-hmm. you know, a keeper. Eddie? Uh, what? I can't, I don't have these things. I had the. You know, I have a collection of Hasbros that... I've the Titan series that can definitely, I'm sure, come out of their boxes, get on, put on display, and that will be when everything is in somewhat order. Let those figures breathe. Yeah, right. right. Just open the box tops to start with. Yes. Oh, there's an old '60s group. What the box tops? The letter? Cry like a baby. Okay. John, you better use that.
1: Give me a ticket for an airplane. airplane. Boo, boo, Eddie Wilson. So,
2: I would say
1: But yeah, there's just oh so much stuff coming down the pipeline and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what we could have although it does break my heart when I go into a uh, Dollar General and I'll see Hot Wheels toys with Marvel and two things were sitting there. The Black Widow Hot Wheels toys and a Captain America or a Winter Soldier and Falcon uh, Hot Wheel toy for the show that has been postponed for now. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Delay, delay. It get em, get them all ice. now. Mm-hmm.
1: But it happens, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Hey, what can you do? Take the good with the bad.
1: Exactly. You take the good, you take the bad, and then you have... Right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you.
0: I was thinking Eddie would be the one that completes that. No. no. Uh, you know. No. Even at the wheel,
2: Eddie. Come on now. Yeah. Wake up before they throw dirt on you. right. <laughs> <on. laughs>
1: That's like almost a Jeremy Bagleyism right now. You notice that he would have said that.
2: Yeah, that's a Bobby. He- I stole that from Bobby Heenan.
1: So that's where Jeremy stole it from.
2: <laughs> oh. that's, I'll tell you the exact moment was uh, when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Uh, it was the same year Harley raced it, and he was talking about Harley Race, and everybody was everybody was laughing, and Harley like didn't sell it or anything. He goes, "Harley, wake up before they throw dirt on you." Oh man. And by the
1: way. Uh, before we wrap this episode up, one of the things that I really enjoy about you as an in-ring performer is your gear and how everything that you and your tag partner Andy have are comic-themed.
2: That's all. That's all Andy had. he designs it, so I'll come up with an idea, or he'll come up with an idea, and then I'll be, and he'll just draw. It. I'll be, like, hey, what do you think about this? And then we'll just cut a little blue and gold into it. Uh, we're named blue and gold, obviously for the X Men team. Uh, blue and gold. And actually, that was the high school colors in my high school as well. So it's kind of like a double thing there. And he'll just cut, you know, blue and gold into it. So the first gear we did was, and we only wore it for maybe about six months, it was just random X-Men with, like, the circle, and it was blue and gold. Then we did the Wolverine one. And then the ones that we were finally able to wear because we were in quarantine for so long, and we just finally started wrestling again as a tag team this past weekend, was uh, Captain Marvel. So,
1: And I know yeah. one bit of gear you guys have, I, th- I don't know if it's just if I, it's both you or just Andy, but your Spawn gear. That's it. Oh, that is one of the coolest things. And as a Spawn head, I absolutely love it.
2: Andy, he went crazy during quarantine. He got Now, we got the Captain Marvel gear right when we pretty much, when shows started getting canceled. It's like, oh, man, we, we can't wear this. Then all of a sudden, he, he gets Spawn, Gambit, and Aquaman. And I even told him, I said, what are you, wrestling for Vince McMahon in the 80s where you're on the road 300 days a year? He has so much gear. And then we have so much other stuff like in, like almost in the pipeline. Now with New York Comic Con being canceled, we got a few extra bucks to kind of throw around. So we're kind of figured, let's do this, this, and this. So, And I'll even give you guys, oh, I'll tell you guys you know, right now what the next gear we're going to do is we're going to be doing the Avengers uh, from Endgame, the Quantum Realm suit." Really? So, yeah, we're just trying to figure out – by we, I mean Andy. is <laughs> uh, Trying to figure out how to cut a little more blue and gold into it. And then what he does, he sends them to, uh, to his guy, and then we send him the measurements, and then we pay him, and then uh, he sends the gear. But now that's – Andy's an absolute genius when it comes to that, and it, it shows in all of his gear.
1: And like I said, one of the things that I love about that is the comic book-themed gear. And, like, are there any, are there any future ideas that you would want to go with for the gear?
2: I don't maybe just cuz it's 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 uh it's on the brain is uh, Black Panther. But again, we'd have to cut a little blue and gold in that, but it's like, hey, why not, you know, yeah. in the video games there's uh, there's alternate looking suits.
1: And the funniest thing is, you know, when we play the video games like the uh, Marvel versus Capcom games or the Street Fighter versus X-Men or X-Men uh, Children of the Atom, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, there are always the alternate versions of the costumes. And were there any particular favorite ones that you had growing up?
2: As Far as like the alternate costumes?
1: Yeah, in the not- games.
2: Not really. I've always kind of liked like the regular Captain America, um, Iron Man. I mean, maybe black and gold, but again, I always go back to just like the the red and gold. I kind of like to, you know, you know, stay true to that. Um, but I don't know. Is there anything ones that stuck out for you in any of those games?
1: For me, it's the various versions of Venom, and whenever like you would, if you press a different button, it would come out as a different costume. But whenever I see Venom I always think of him as the blue version you know the blackish blue like there's that and then there's of course the black Venom but I want to say one of them was like a poopy brown like something like that wasn't there
2: and maybe like one of the like the Marvel superhero ones that we were talking about maybe yeah yeah I think so. I think they it looks like they just changed the tint on it. I think that might have been from like the early
1: '90s. But the blue one is my absolute favorite, and like I remember recently, like I said, you know, they came out the, uh, the Hasbro Maximum Carnage or Maximum Venom, whatever, and they had that like the baby bluish uh, Venom, and I'm like, oh crap, I have to grab that because you never see that. It's always the black Todd McFarlane Venom.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I really haven't even thought about that in probably about a good decade or so. They're so cool. Oh, yeah. But... No, it's, it's, yeah, going back to your original question, though, I'm not, I'm not really sure what other... Like I said, we just got the... We just finally able to wrestle in the Captain Marvel gear. Hopefully, shows will keep happening coming out with the quarantine, but we have the uh, Quantum Realm soon will probably be out the next, but I mean, I don't know. Is there something in particular that you would like to see that that maybe I can pitch?
1: Because again, you have to incorporate you know blue and gold in there. I'm looking through my uh, tablet right now seeing you know different costumes. And of course, you know, it's got to be Marvel, so it can't be, you know, the distinguished competition. Yeah.
0: Uh, there goes Booster. Yeah. I, in all honesty, yeah. Poor Booster. I would say... Actually, that's an oxymoron. He's not... Never mind. Stop that. <laughs> uh,
1: maybe Miracle Man, because that is Marvel now. You can incorporate, like, the little red with the yellow circles. Maybe yeah. Deadpool, because Deadpool had his... Uh, X4 or when he joined the X-Men he has the blue and uh, yellow
2: yeah that's something too I mean if anybody has anything out there hit me up on themdars social media and then you know it's obviously something that I'll obviously collaborate with Andy with cause since I pretty much talk to him every hour on the hour Ooh. so I talk, I talk to him when I talk to my own wife
1: I have to state for the record I enjoy that we have an actual listener of the show on because you said themdar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel that in almost everyday uh, conversation now so thank you thanks <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think of some other costumes, I know uh Oh, man, Spidey, of course,
2: I know we were thinking about doing like an Iron Man Thor Captain America mashup, but we're trying like an Avengers one, we're trying to figure out how that would go, <laughs> but right now it looks like probably just the quantum realm suits and then and then we'll go from there you could yeah, go... but we don't want to do too much because uh these things aren't cheap, yeah uh, but A- andy is he's single, we'll never get married, and we'll never have kids, and that's hey that's good on him or I. I have a, a wife, a daughter, and a mortgage to pay. Yep, that, so. there
1: you go. <laughs> I'm single, and I just paid for the first eight pages of a comic I'm writing. So, <laughs> I know that feeling.
2: <laughs> so, but yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. But yeah, I mean, if you if any ideas pop up, but by, by all means, guys, you know, hit me up. It's something that you know we're always looking to expand. You know, we're always you know looking to move forward. Just like you know, you guys with the podcast. You know, you're never there is no finish line. you just got to keep keep going on because you never know what something. Something big might hit.
1: Exactly. And, you know, I'm looking through my tablet again and also, like, through the different comics I have on here. We can go with, you know, maybe – how about John Leguizamo? Oh, wait, that's a comic by about John Leguizamo. <laughs> Easy for my, me to say. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Uh, <laughs> um, Moon Knight. But it's just all white, so it doesn't even make sense. You
2: got a Fantastic Four, but instead of the Four, would it be, you know, the, the Four symbol, too, or I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? But there's a lot.
1: There's definitely a lot that we could go with. Sure. But anyway, I think that's going to wrap this episode up. But before we go, Matt, how can people get a hold of you on them Their social medias?
2: There it is. (laughs) Guys, look for me on the Instagram and the Twitter. Just search Matt Turner. You'll see me up over there. Also, um, Labor Day is coming up. Big sale over at Pro Wrestling Tees. Just go to uh, ProWrestlingTees.com, type in blue and gold, and I will be putting... My, the discount code up on the social media. Also, I'm sponsored by Five Percent Nutrition, so head over to 5%Nutrition.com You can get pre-workout, you can get protein, you can get uh, keto bars, and if you type in M Turner under the discount code, you save yourself a few bucks. Very cool. He had that already. Wow, I love that. <laughs> That's so I've done, I think, five podcasts in the last two weeks. So <laughs> very cool. man
0: in demand. Okay, for the Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick. I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Eddie Wilson, Excelsior. Obsessed with Marvel, Matt Turner style. Oh boy. Here we- oh. <laughs> That's just not a good, bad, or otherwise. Let's see. 313 says, who was not a member of the Supremacists? First off, Sup- today it's actually 648. Depends on your time zone. Now stop it. For broadcasting in Italy, we're on time. Well, something. <laughs> Question number stop 313. Time. Here we go. Who was not a member of the Supremacists? Jim a su- Neidhart was A not. superhero team from Wakanda's Enemy, the nation of Azania. All right. Captain Blaze, Hunger, White Wolf, or White Avenger? Who was not a member of the Supremacists? A superhero team from Wakanda's Enemy, the nation of Azania, A-Z-A-N-I-A. Was it Captain Blaze, Hunger, White Wolf, or White Avenger?
1: I'm going to go with Hunger. Yeah, I'll okay. go with that one as well. well I Classic no Peter idea. going with the guest.
0: No idea. And hunger spelled H-U-N-G-Y-R. Why? Because we like you. No, the answer is White Wolf. Okay. I knew. White Wolf, was that the guys who created Gangrel? That was, no, that was, that Bucky, was right?
2: Bucky at Bucky? the end
0: of...
1: Oh, Matt, you should have got the joke though. I was making
0: a wrestling reference. <laughs> this isn't an obsessed with wrestling book. Come yes,
2: on now. Yes,
1: it is.
0: What? No, I've been robbed. What the heck? Eddie, you should call a cop about that. That is not 2206. And... (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) What is the name of Carol Danvers' father? Is it Jim, Mister Fred, Joe, or Henry? Carol Danvers' father. All right. Jim, Fred, Joe, or Henry?
2: I shouldn't know this. I'm going to say Henry, but I feel embarrassed that I'm not 100% sure on
0: it. Well, we can't see you, so it's okay. (laughs) What... I'm, I, yeah, I'm
1: going with Henry. I'm
0: going with Henry. Oh, Henry! Let's go. Letter D. No, the answer is Joe. Disappointed. <laughs> oh, four two. How do we appreciate? And two? that is not the question number next. So let's go down the line. Good song. Two. What Jerry <laughs> rat What Jerry Rafferty? <laughs> yes. Oh man! Did I, did I say right? No. Oh, that's what a fool believes you came from
1: somewhere back in how long ago. Yeah,
0: 932. Armbar. Who was not introduced in Tales of Suspense number 45? Back to 1963. Who was not introduced? Pepper Potts, Senator Harrington Bird, the supervillain Jack Frost, or Happy Hogan. Who was not introduced in Tales of Suspense 45? Jack Frost. Pepper Potts, Senator Harrington Bird, the supervillain Jack Frost, or Happy Hogan. These are all Iron Man characters, with the exception of uh, Jack Frost, so it's Jack yeah. Frost. So, so you're going to go I, Jack Frost? I
2: agree, I agree with, uh, with Peter. With Peter all right, I so like for, the question, like is, the for the third question... I like the way
1: and rub, thanks.
0: For the third question, those two who are not me are certain in their answer, and we're going to try for the third certain, and letter C. It is wrong, so I we're consistently wrong in the certainty of our answers. The letter is Senator Harrington yeah. Byrd. No, the bird was the word, I guess. Ah, uh, yeah. Is wrong. And just because, let's go for a fourth and and final. I tell you, final question. Oh, I dare, I dare. Because oh for three, just I don't know.
2: Oh for Henry. Isn't for me. Isn't for me.
0: Is <laughs> not for either one of us. Oh, boy. Neither one of us wants to be the first to say. What,
2: P- what is What is Spider Man's real name? <laughs>
0: What, Harvey Picard As this. Okay. Uh, 1809. What a great year. What was. <laughs> m- I had to get one in somewhere. Yeah, clearly. <clears throat> what was Mario Chandler's job? Sorry, Mario. Marlo Chandler's job <laughs> whew, when she first appeared? Talk show hostess, comic shop co owner, casino cocktail hostess, or aerobics instructor? Marlo Chandler. I know that character. Is uh, that the is not that the one that married Rick Jones? Yes. Okay. Okay, so say it again. Talk show hostess, wake no. up Peter. Comic shop co-owner? No. Casino cocktail hostess? Yes. Aerobics instructor. I'm inclined to think casino cocktail hostess cuz this was
1: in Vegas with the uh Mr. Fixit stuff. Peter David. Oh, Peter David, running. Okay.
2: That's still fresh in my memory. Now we just have to more, be, yeah. Just to be different, I'm going to say talk show host.
0: We're going to say, to all right, well, we're going to hit what we think is the majority, and that is letter C, cocktail, casino, cocktail, hostess, and it's... Excuse me. The- I'm Tom Brevard, and I edited this. We are 0 for 4. The answer is aerobics instructor. Yeah, that wow, too. Wow,
2: we were all right on
0: that one. <laughs> Done.